I'm Indiana University tourism professor Evan Jordan, and this is the Trip Doctor Podcast. That track is called Beach Life by Miami Slice. You can find it and more online at the Free Music Archive. Nude beaches can be found in most destinations that have sand, sea, and sun. You just need to know how to find them. You might think that if you make a stop at a nude beach, take off your clothes, and soak up some full-body sun, you've had a taste of the nudist experience. You'd be wrong. My guest today is Dr. Carlos Monterrubio, a professor at the Autonomous University of the State of Mexico. He's been researching what it really means to be a nudist tourist, and his findings go way beyond just getting naked at the beach. They are convinced about the benefits of nudism in terms of, of uh, medical benefits, uh, psychological benefits, uh, self-esteem, for example, emotional uh, benefits, um, moral benefits. They claim, for example, that clothing is harmful to uh, society. Right, because it uh, clothing enhances uh, or promotes um, social differentiation and class distinctions and racial distinctions and gender segregation and things like that. So, Carlos, I, I'm glad that you came on the show today. You've been doing research on a very interesting topic, and that is nudism in tourism, and specifically nudism in tourism in Mexico. And this is something that not a lot of people have done research on. And I'm curious, is this a very common thing? Is there a lot of nudist tourism to Mexico and to other places in the world? Like, is it a hot spot compared to other places? In Mexico, nudism is a is growing in popularity. Um, there are there is a also well there is one particular association in in Mexico that has um, can be translated into English as Mexican Nudist Federation, and it's an association that has has tried to promote nudism in Mexican societies. Uh, and to change the ideas, beliefs that people have about uh, nudism. So um, they and are they focusing on people from Mexico as being nudist or everybody being nudist? Well, they promote nudism in in general, right? Not only in Mexico, but the association is Mexican and therefore is targeted to. Uh, mainly to uh, Mexican people and also to, uh, well, uh, they uh, try to, to promote nudism among Mexican uh, people. And as I say, one of their, their main purposes is to, um, to try to change the ideas, social uh, ideas and social constructions that people have about nudism in Mexico particularly. And they have um, made uh, several efforts um, uh, to meet that uh, aim, and one of them is the one of the uh, is the festival, the nudist festival that takes place um, every year in southern Mexico. 
what I've noticed is that a lot of times tourism, nudism tourism or nudist tourism happens a lot in places that are actually very socially conservative. And so the example that I always use is I did some research in Jamaica and Jamaica is fairly well known for the like hedonism resorts, which are specifically nudism, nudist resorts. And so it seems like this weird dichotomy of a very liberal thing happening in a very conservative place. Is that similar to what it, what it's like in Mexico? And is that common across the world? I don't think so. Um, well, my impression is that, and based on the research that I've conducted, is that the, in the case of, of the, the research that I did, the local uh, community is, say, um, accustomed to, to nudist tourists. Since the um, early 1980s, uh, the, peop- uh, the local community started receiving uh, people from um, other parts of the world, particularly from Europe, and they um, practiced public nudity on the beach. So, um, say traditionally or historically, this practice has been part of the community, and they are conservative in a way. I mean, they are um, traditional, they are Catholic, they have their own moral norms, but um, nudism has come to, uh, uh, or the, the visitation of, of tourists and nudists particularly, um, has come to, to change all those, um, uh, the way they see nudism. But in general terms, what I want to say is that uh, the local community may be conservative in a way, but they have become accustomed to it. Outside those communities, yeah, still people are still very conservative people. And I'm talking only about one particular place, which is uh, Zipoliti, which is in the in southern Mexico, and that's uh, basically the only officially sanctioned nude beach in the whole country. There are also the uh, um, resorts in other parts of Mexico, but uh, say an open uh, and an officially um, sanctioned place for nudism is only uh, Zipolit in the whole country. And that is the place that hosts a nudist festival, like you mentioned, correct? It is correct. Yeah, it started in um, uh, um, in 2016. They hosted the sixth Latin American Naturist Encounter, and since then, in 2017, 18, and 19, um, it hosted the Zipolite Nudist Festival. And as far as I know, they are trying to. Um, I mean, the the, the federation. Uh, the newest Mexican News Federation is trying to um, um, locate and promote all the places, uh, uh, other destinations in the country to promote nudism. But that's not an easy, uh, an easy thing that uh, that will have to to face several difficulties in, and particularly, well, the the attitudes uh, that local people have towards nudity, particularly. Who goes to? this nudist festival like what are their motivations for going to this town in southern mexico to this nudist festival to be there and to celebrate i assume being nude and and taking a vacation like it's part of travel of course like who are these people that are doing this and why are they going interestingly i would say 
people who go to this festival and who practice social nudity have a certain um, social demographic profile, right? What I mean is, for example, they uh, hold um, university degrees. Uh, in my study, I interviewed uh, 24 uh, nudists, uh, almost half and half um, male and female. Um, of course, this is not a representative sample, but this can be um, this can uh, indicate uh, how, uh, this can provide an idea of what it is like. Um, they have, from all my informants, all of them except for one, had only um, have uh, university degrees, and there were also two people with masters and one with a PhD. Um, different ages, but uh, uh, older than uh, in the 20s, uh, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and people who have um, uh, practiced uh, social nudity um, since uh, practically they, they were born because they were raised in a nudist family, but also people who have become part of, uh, uh, of the philosophy or the lifestyle. Um, what else? Oh, they have um, multiple professional occupations. We have lawyers, for example. We have uh, psychologists, uh, researchers, I remember. And well, in terms of their motivation, that's I think that's very um, interesting. What uh, we, we found, well, what I found in this uh, study is that they travel basically for, um, or they have collective interests. Uh, unlike perhaps uh, many other forms of tourism, nudist tourists uh, travel for um, uh, practicing a lifestyle or expanding their geographical areas of their lifestyle. Uh, when, I, when I say travel for collective purposes is that several of my informants claim that they are interested in making their um, lifestyle, their collective lifestyle, I mean nudism, visible and acceptable and accepted uh, by other people. They are, therefore, they travel to participate in, 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 in nudism. They go to the festival to travel uh, and to participate in, in, in nudism and also to, to learn about nudism lifestyle, particularly for uh, those people who have just started this lifestyle. Um, they also travel uh, or go to the festival uh, or practice nudism in, in, in Zipolita because they want to um, escape from the everyday textile psychological environment. Textile is the term that uh, nudists use to refer to people who are not nudists. So they say that the textile world limits their lifestyle, prevents uh, or yeah, constrain their lifestyles every day, so they travel for those purposes, and the festival offers them the chance to do uh, to do so. Um, they also the festival is also very important for nudists because they um, can interact with like-minded people. Right, it's one of the few uh, public and large events in Mexico uh, in which they can gather. Uh, once a year. So 
the festival is important because they can interact with other nudists they can uh, strengthen friendships with other nudists and also they can expand their social networks they can also promote a collective lifestyle and uh, also very important is to mention that um, the participated in the festival increases their sense of belonging you know in belonging to a a group it's it's an issue of of identity i could say um and well from an interpersonal escape uh, perspective they escape from um, social disapproval you know nudism has been um, uh, largely questioned and uh, they are related well nudism has been uh, related to a sec, uh, certain sexual practices such as voyeurism exhibitionism and other sexual uh, practices including intercourse in public spaces and socially nudism um, has been also regarded as criminal or uh, deviant perverted transgressive and things like that no? so these um, public attitudes uh, generally range from embarrassment, suspicion and condemnation to hostility uh, by local people. So um, for those people who cannot uh, practice social nudity in the everyday environment, the festival away from home offers them the chance to um, escape from social disapproval and from social exclusion. And um, well, basically, I would say I would summarize that way the motivations of uh, for tourists and uh, for nudists. Do you think uh, because I, before we did our interview, I asked you to take my traveler personality quiz, and I want to first ask you what your results were and whether you think they're accurate. But then I want to talk a little bit about whether you think somebody's underlying personality affects whether they might become a nudist tourist or not. So can you first tell us, you took the traveler personality quiz and what was your result? I did. Uh, and the result was I'm uh, the day tripper type. The day tripper. Okay. So do oh. you think there, it provided a, a description of the day tripper? And do you think that description of you was accurate in terms of travel? Um, I'm not really sure. Um, there, there, um, I was a bit surprised about the questions that uh, were asked and how they could be um, associated to a definition of a certain type of traveler. Uh, but um, regarding the, the description of a travel personality is uh, uh, I seek out tried and true experiences. Well, that's very true. I don't really like, um, uh, you know, all these um, um, travel experiences that are quite, um, uh, uh, quite are the same for all people. I mean, I, I don't really care if I am the first in trying a particular experience. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any difference to me at all. But if it, if I find a, a, an interesting and um, a, a, yeah, a real experience, I will go for it. And I like freedom uh, with my itinerary. That's very true. I don't really like uh, itinerary tri uh, trips. Uh, I usually plan my uh, own trips by myself. I uh, 
uh, I love uh, driving and going, you know, uh, to different parts of Mexico, uh, particularly those places, um, you know, uh, with um, uh, towns that are away from from urban uh, spaces and where you can find still, say, traditional um, uh, ways of, of, of life and things like that. So, um, so I, gu- I guess that that covers pretty well, I think, the description of that type of tourist. And I'm always interested to ask people, you know, whether they think it's accurate or not. Some people say yes, some people say no. As with any personality tests, you know, it works some of the time. It doesn't work other times. But essentially what I designed that test to measure is how adventurous somebody is. Okay. And my question is, and I know this isn't going to be one of your research findings, but do you think that people who are nudist tourists, are they like a very adventurous type of tourist? Or do you think that they could be a mix of all different types of, of personalities? They just happen to want to engage in this certain type of behavior. That is true. I mean, the second part. Yeah, I don't think I wouldn't label them as a adventure tourists. Because basically what they are trying to find or to experience is not, um, you know, a, a sense of risk or they are not trying to find new places. Uh, I would actually say that the destination attributes, except for uh, nudity, um, um, I mean, the practice of nudity being allowed, except for that, um, the destination attributes are not important for them, right? Uh, I wouldn't consider them adventure tourists because what they uh, seek is, um, you know, to experience their way of life. It's more a, a, a social interaction experience. It's more a collective promotion of their lifestyle is expanding as i said there's a, a, a nudism social networks so i don't think i wouldn't see that as a as adventure tourists and also because um these nudists i mean the 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 festival is not the only event and the only place where they gather uh, it's i would say the major event uh, for most Mexicans, but along the year they have other events such as meetings, uh, theater plays. They also have some um, family gatherings, um, uh, cinema, uh, cinema, and, and yoga sessions and things like that in different parts of of the country, particularly um, those that are close to Mexico City. I mean, uh, Central Mexico. Uh, um, They have to travel, they might um, stay uh, for a night, for two nights, but I don't think they have something to do with adventure as such. It sounds almost like they're, they're actually looking for the opposite of adventure. Like, their activity may be considered by some as a risky type of activity, but what they're looking for is to be comfortable doing what they want to do. Like you said, they're looking for that social acceptance. They're looking for a place where they can engage in nudism without worrying about what other people are thinking about them, without worrying about, you know, outside eyes looking at them. And that kind of brings me to the last thing that I wanted to talk about with you is you studied 
perceptions of nudist tourists and local residents and kind of how they perceived each other. And I'm interested to hear what you find. It sounded like their views of nudism were very different. Yeah. Uh, just before I answer that question, uh, I would like to add something to the last. Um, uh, I think uh, nudist um, travel is more an sort of identity travel because um, through this travel, they, they can be who they really are, right? And they can be whom they really want to be and who they want to, uh, uh, whom they feel comfortable with, right? So I would label that perhaps as a part of identity tourism um, or tourism or travel with identity purposes. And regarding the second question, well, the last question, um, yeah, in my study, I interviewed both local and, and, and tourists and nudists for, um, uh, in order to um, identify their um, uh, perception, their perceptions of nudists of nudism, and also um, their perceptions towards each other. What I found is that. Um, Nudism for both, uh, well, both locals and, and nudists share um, certain ideas about nudism. For example, um, locals believe that, um, uh, well, nudism is natural, uh, nudism is normal, uh, because that's the way we are born. Uh, and they, uh, they think that um, it's it's I mean it's fine nudism is fine but uh, they wouldn't do that I mean locals would not get naked interestingly enough uh, they think it's fine when other people do and particularly tourists so that is justified nudism is justified uh, for um, uh, with tourists because they are tourists uh, but in the case of uh, nudists, uh, nudists, well, the, the the ideals or the ideas that locals have learned about uh, nudism have come uh, uh, mostly from their interaction with uh, nudists. Some locals say that uh, nudism is a lifestyle, but they have learned that from their nudists' talks. Their um, what lifestyle means for locals and for nudists is different, right? So locals have uh, or perceive nudism as a lifestyle, but they don't really know what nudists mean by lifestyle. In the case of, of, of nudists, um, they see um, nudism as a lifestyle, but with, from a philosophical uh, perspective. And what I mean is that they are convinced about the benefits of nudism in terms of, of uh, medical benefits, uh, psychological benefits, uh, self-esteem, for example, emotional uh, benefits, um, moral benefits. They claim, for example, that clothing is harmful to uh, society, right? Because it uh, clothing enhances uh, or promotes um, social differentiation. 
and class distinctions and racial distinctions and gender segregation and things like that. So um, while, say, both groups, locals and nudists, uh, see nudism as a normal and lifestyle, their um, um, deep conceptions are different uh, of, of nudism. It's fascinating that you mentioned that the nudists see clothing as this this thing that that pushes class norms and social norms on people. That's something that I had never heard of before. But when I think about it intuitively, it makes sense. So do you think that there's any you said a lot of times they'll travel to places to try and increase the visibility of nudism to help people understand what nudism is. Is that one of the messages that they're trying to get across, that it's normal, that it's okay, that it's actually positive for society? That is true. Yeah. Um, there, as I said, the festival particularly has this, um, one of one of the aims of the festival is to promote uh, uh, nudism in terms of its philosophical nature. Um, they want to deconstruct the idea of nudism being equals to um, getting uh, off your clothes. It's more than that. They want to uh, promote uh, nudism as a way, as an alternative uh, for, uh, or as a way to avoid social um, differentiation, gender, and even economic differentiation among individuals, uh, and they, most of them, um, are I, I would say are quite convinced about that. Uh, I, I, I mean, I have interviewed uh, people, um, informants for over thirteen years, and what was interesting was that I had never found, I had never met. Uh, so self-confident people, so self-confident informants. Uh, they could talk about their bodies without really any problem. Uh, I interviewed some of them on, on the beach and they were naked. Uh, it was, I would say, I think I would have to say that uh, to me it was a bit mm, um, strange. Uh, to sit in front of a, a naked informant, uh, but they, I mean, they didn't really care about that. They didn't really care about them being naked or other people being naked. Um, and so, so, so what I, I think is that they are really uh, convinced about the benefits of uh, of of nudism. They, um, they are convinced that nudism allows people to accept and love their bodies the way they are, right? So in that way, I think uh, they are um, quite convinced about the benefits of, uh, of this, rather than just, you know, um, getting uh, your whole body tanned. Um, it's, it's really a, a, a way to promote um, uh, to, to diminish uh, or to decrease social differentiation. I think they're quite convinced about that mm -hmm. and getting rid of, of uh, social um, stigmas. Um, for example, they mentioned that um, 
throughout the year, they meet with other families, with uh, families, I mean, uh, males, females, uh, uh, parents and children, uh, and they have their uh, events naked, their gatherings naked. So they promote a different way of seeing each other and respect each other, um, regardless the kind of clothes you wear. It sounds like a very, I mean, not only a body positive movement, but a socially positive movement, because it is, it's all about acceptance. And, and, you know, as I hear you talking about it, and I hear you talking about how confident they are and how positive they are, it's a very refreshing take on uh, a movement within society. So let's say we have listeners out there that are thinking, you know, this sounds like something I might be interested in. Do you have any recommendations for somebody who's interested in getting into nudist tourism? Like, should they look into these organizations you were talking about? You know, how do they how do they do this in an intelligent way, in a positive way? Yeah, right. I think, yeah, I, I do have recommendations for uh, travelers who might be interested in becoming or getting into nudism activities and i make that difference i mean we we should differentiate between um, getting involved in uh, nudism activities and being a nudism a nudist Uh, uh, the first is i think um, very easy i mean going to a place and taking off your clothes for many people that would be easy right um because there are places that have been, um, um, say, uh, have been developed for for those purposes, such as this beach. Uh, but becoming a nudist is much more than, as I said, taking off your clothes. So if what a traveler wants to do is just to uh, experience. Um, uh, sun, sea, and sand, for example on a beach uh, completely without clothes, well, I don't think that's much a problem as long as uh, nudism is uh, permitted in that place, because that's another issue. I mean, we have to look at what people, local people think about uh, people getting nude. But um, if a person wants to to, uh, be a, uh, let's say, a real, uh, or true nudists, um, they must be convinced, or the person must be convinced about what nudism is from this point of view, what I've said, I mean, in terms of the naturism philosophy, the value of uh, the uh, naked body being in contact with the natural elements and promoting a lifestyle that um, tries to to go against this um, segregation for um, clothing and things like that. So, um, as I say, if a person wants just to practice it, say, once in in their lifetime, it's fine. And that wouldn't uh, require more than just getting off your clothes on the beach. But if they want to be part of a nudism philosophy of a new of a true nudist group they should do um, they should get informed about that and 
I should I need to make this differentiation as well because when I talk to people, to nudists, um, they uh, also mention that I mean not all people that take off their clothes on the beach are nudists as such. I mean from the naturism perspective, uh, they say there are people there are people who go to um, to the beach and try to get uh, into their groups for um, for example. Uh, um, casual sex for exhibitionism for voyeurism and for things like that and they said that's not a real uh, nudist right because uh, the purpose of those of of those people is different is sexual rather than promoting a lifestyle uh, so I think uh, if a traveler wants to get into nudism, uh, he or she needs to be aware of exactly what he or she expects from nudism himself or herself, right? Um, and also, um, in, in this study, what I found interesting too is that while Zipolite is um, officially um, sanctioned as a, as a nude beach, um, the practice of nudism is spatially restricted or limited, right? Uh, some people believe that, even Mexicans believe that in Zipolite, all people and in all places, I said, local, uh, in the main street, in the church, in the stores, etc., all are all naked. And that's <laughs> not true. That's not true. But, and they... Um, in, in, in France, for example, I don't remember the name of the um, um, destination, but it happens. I mean, there is, there is one destination and informants um, uh, brought it into the conversation, into the interview, that um, there's this destination in France where all people are naked, are nudists, and there is everyday life is um, on a nudism basis. But here in Zipolite is just the beach. The beach is the only place where people can practice nudity, right? Not in the main street. And there is a, a the, so, so the, the local community here is being active in terms of defining and protecting their own interests. So uh, they said that they would not uh, allow tourists to go uh, naked into other areas of the community because that would go against um, well, local uh, morals and to protect, particularly they, they emphasized in their, uh, their, to protect their children. Um, so if a traveler wants to uh, become part of a nudism uh, activity or nudism movement, depends on what they really want, um, they should also take into consideration very seriously what local people think about nudism in their places. It sounds like, you know, very interestingly that both hosts and nudist tourists are dealing with some very interesting perceptions from people outside of communities where this sort of movement and activities happen. And it seems like, you know, maybe people would be much more accepting of nudism if they understood it a little bit better. 
So I want to say thank you for coming on to this podcast to to help spread the word, to help people understand what nudism is, how nudist tourism happens, and, you know, some of the things that people should think about if, you know, they want to be a dabbler in nudist activities or they actually want to be part of the nudist philosophy. So, Carlos, thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. Thanks for your invitation, Evan.